Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Umi Sushi, where is that? It's a uh, Kindle Yards. Oh. Right next to... Uh, oh, mm-hmm. okay. I know what you're talking about. Hey, guys. Mm-hmm. We're recording. Oh. No. no! Why didn't that work? Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah? We're recording. Oh. Go. <laughs> <laughs> That's really hot. That was really loud. I'm going to have a, have a sip first. Oh, that's a good idea. I like that idea. You guys just got it without me, right? Yeah. Welcome to the Pack Filler. I'm Pat Bulger, and for the last about eight minutes, I've been running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Is that a reference that anybody gets anymore? No. Nobody cuts heads off a chicken anymore? Oh, I did it once, but that's another did you story. Really? Oh, wow. It was a goose. Oh, oh well. <laughs> it's a different story then. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was Fucker really deserved awful. it. Yeah. yeah. I guess we can call this the official first show of the new decade. Hard to believe I've been doing this for actually, and I'm not lying, over 20 years. You think I'd be better at it by now. In the studio with me, I didn't even have time to make them nicknames. Last time, I think I called you Sippy Cup or something like yeah, that, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, Paul Main is here with us. Paul, regularly. I, nice I, to hey, have you. wait, hang on. This beer kind of, I mean, this mic smells like a beer. It's DeSuit Shoots? No, no, 99 Bridge? It smells like Bend, Oregon beer. Has somebody been sitting in my oh, Goldilocks situation? Wow. It's uh, it's the lipstick on the collar. Yeah, Karsten was here. No, he was in the he, studio. He and was. He was talking into my mic. I, he actually wasn't. He was just sitting there, mm-hmm. taking up space. All right. Because he wanted his swag. He wanted his sweatshirt. He wanted all that cool <laughs> shit. And I finally <laughs> gave it to him. And then I can't say what else he did because I promised him I wouldn't say it. Mm. Right on. Well, he, he even told me the name. Oh. But I won't do it. Okay. I won't do it. Also in the studio, in likely his last show for a bit, as he's off to be a big boy in school again, Jackson Bulger. How are you, man? Good. Great. Feeling good. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> I did that for you. <laughs> I did that for you. Um, oh, shit. 
so here, oh my gosh, it's it's. I don't want to keep using the catchphrase of it's a new decade, but God damn it, it's a new decade. And uh, this that's your is, last time. Don't say it again. It is though. All right, a new decade. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I, for those of you who tuned in early to Mixler to see what the hell was going on, you probably saw me running around like an idiot, and uh, that is because I showed up here at about five fifty. And uh, didn't have anything set up. And, Paul, you didn't even show up with beer. No, because I went straight for work here. It was a long day for me. So. And Jackson wow. just been hanging out all day. No, he, he I brought, rode. He I brought rode. A, you rode? I rode. Wow. Yeah. What? I, Where? I rode around our local area on gravel bike on the road. Because, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. Can I ask how many miles he got in? Are you willing to share that with listeners? I think it's it was like a time. I think it was like mm, 17, 18. Oh, that's yeah. a good hour just in the get out. wind than, and the cold. Better than us. Yeah. yeah. Cause I, I'm impressed, dude. Thanks. Um, uh, and speaking of which, <laughs> I wanted to thank you guys for the early season miles. I have in the new year already four rides in. Brilliant. Yeah. Technically, one of them we can't say counts, though. The first one was the New Year's e- New Year's Day tradition ride, which um, I you Paul should probably describe because I, this is your monstrosity seedling hatchling. But it's always a start point for me, and and uh, New Year's I always brought something a, a shot of something along to the hair of the dog from the night before. So um, it's always been a German pear schnapps. It's a Williamsbene, as they call it, and. Uh, it's never long, never intense. And old Jack on uh, oh. later on kept thinking, "How far did we, did we go? Forty miles? No, <laughs> we barely went forty k." Yeah, I think <laughs> I think that was about yeah. it. Yeah. He was so depressed. Anyway, really? yeah, yeah, he's like, "Oh shit!" So it's the three of us. Jack was there. Yeah. Um, nobody else heeded the call. Uh, very casual, kind of kickback, mm-hmm. no drop type mm-hmm. of a ride. And then at the, not at the midpoint, but about two thirds of the way through, we'd stop. And this was something that I had never experienced from you until I think last year. Last my year, first year yeah. um, is the, the christening or the baptism as we talk about it. And you had a little flask. And if anybody sees our Instagram, that's the shot of me drinking that the schnapps. A little bit. I didn't go crazy. You know, it wasn't public drunkenness. Mm-hmm. You know, shut the no. fuck up, everybody. Relax. It's a small flask. Yeah, I took a little sip, and it was good. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, because I've had schnapps in the past, but I think that's all like the American oh, shit, schnapps, American and sugar schnapps. And syrup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's nothing like that. It was that. good. It was yeah. it was smooth. It was mild, mellow. And then uh, Jack had apple bourbon. Apple bourbon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something. He was bragging it up that he knew the distiller. I didn't like that. <laughs> it wasn't very Did you good. like it? Um, Jack's not here, so I could say it tasted like ass. Whoa! <laughs> 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 I don't drink a whole lot of that kind of stuff no. anyway. I'm a beer and wine mm-hmm. kind of guy, so mm-hmm. it was, it was you know, I took a sip and then, you know. and Yeah, lick the floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to incriminate Jackson and say that he had a little nip or anything no, like no, that, but I wouldn't do not. that. No, I, it's bad. Yeah. It, it no. smelled terrible. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. What did the German sh- schnapps smell like? Smell. Uh, it. <laughs> it smelt not. It it smelt a little <laughs> dentist officey to me. What? I didn't love it. Just. Nah. 
I didn't love the smell. Dentist office Wait until you get older and th- and then... Because your dentist is a drunk. <laughs> yeah. What's oh. his name? Bull Carter? Yeah. <laughs> open up. Well, out, open it. up, Seafoot. <laughs> open up, Seamoot. Yeah, oh I'm a God. mouse. Sorry. Did you see uh, The Marathon Man with Dustin Hoffman? No, I, I never Olivia. saw that. There was a Nazi German dentist in it. <laughs> Nazi German is redundant, but he was like, is it safe? No, it is and, not and redundant. That drill. is not redundant. That's true. Okay. <laughs> it would, <insane>. but, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was the first ride, and that was a great one. Second ride, I doubled down. I don't know about you guys, but on January 2nd, I did a Sufferfest ride, which I know with you doesn't count, Paul. But then after it, I did the HIT training class at the local uh, physical fitness place where Bike Fit Sam was here and, yeah, yeah. and talked about it. And... Um, that was January 2nd. Today is January 6th. Today is the first day I have not been sore. Wow. 45 wow. minutes. I shit you not. 45 minutes of a workout. And I was, it was brutal. It was brutal. And, and there were half and half guys and women. So I didn't get outnumbered this time like with, um, what's it called? Pilates. Pilates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel bad saying it. Um, but it's brutal. I'm going to go to Pilates again this week. I'm in, man. Mm-hmm. I'm hooked because it worked hips, uh, core, the hips. The hips. <laughs> it worked my shoulders, which was yeah. really needed, obviously, because, I mean, I can't even sleep on my side for more than 15 minutes without having to roll over on my back. I'm such a... I'm bad. I'm, and I'm, I realized how bad my flexibility is because everybody's doing the cool down stretches where it, where you've got one... You're lying... You're kind of on your stomach... Kind of. You're up. You're out in a push-up pose, so to speak. Okay. One leg is back, and the other one's supposed to be tucked underneath you, in front of you, and then you're supposed to lie down. Pigeon pose. That's in, that's in yoga. That's pigeon. Okay. I almost dude, you almost knocked the glass uh, over. Uh, uh, <laughs> and the cameras are rolling. They Jesus. are rolling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I forgot to say we're on Mixler and YouTube, but fuck it. Um, <laughs> pigeon pose is that what it was called? Yeah. Well, you got this leg back. Yeah. And you have this one in front. Tucked in underneath. Forward. Yeah. And it's all in your hips. You feel in your hips. You're yeah. supposed to just drop your... I didn't get that far. I fell over. You just kept Twice. going to the <laughs> no, side of the bent No, kind of rolled over. to the yeah, side. That's yeah. That's what I'm saying. I was like... Well, uh. Yeah. And I was looking at the other people in the room, and my wife, who's next to me, was first to start laughing at me, and so she laughs, <laughs> loudly, <laughs> and the whole class just goes... Whoop, and they all start looking at me. I'm, I'm just looking at them going, what? wrong with you people as i fall over like two or three times i couldn't do it and she just looks to the instructor my wife does she's he has a flexibility problem (laughs) and i don't know what that says about our intimacy but uh nope yeah jackson's like la 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 damn i need to smell some more schnapps now um but that was that was it was hard, man, and I, like I said, I felt it through the remainder of the ride. So the third ride, Jackson and I did some gravel mm-hmm. on January. <clears throat> is that third? Must have been third. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing like an eighteen percent climb with uh, mud softened dirt roads. It. Yeah. It was. It was. It was hard. Yeah, and in the the um, in the shade, it would be slushy, so yeah. you know you'd get up to that eighteen percent turn and you're like and you're just kind of just barely keeping it up so you got to just move the bars everywhere to actually make sure you're going to stay up in that slanted uh, whatever slush slush yeah 
But it felt good. God, it felt good to get out on all those bikes. And I don't know about you guys, but every time in the winter, Paul, you're better at it than I am. But every time in the winter, I just start to get wussy in the mornings when I start to have to gather all my stuff. It's like, oh, <laughs> I gotta find my. I got, I got a recipe for you. Do you? What you do? <coughs> find your stuff, and then just get your shorts on, and and get on the rollers. Oh, trainer. Okay. And just warm up till you get a sweat. Then it's you're ready to go. I always do like 10, 15 minutes of just on the rollers, and clip in, bang, 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 bang. Then get my shit on, and I'm all warmed up. It's not because you get that blast of cold, yeah. And you're like, even when you're bundled up, it's like, oh, I don't want Sports to. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what you do. That's really? what I do. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that. I just not break a sweat because okay. we experienced that on the ride. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get fussy. I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I get fussy, and I use that word on purpose because it's like a fussy baby. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I just. <laughs> I'll do Swift. <laughs> and then I get on Swift and... This is tw- stupid. 20 minutes in, I'm like, fuck, I don't I care that you're from road. Ohio. Quit saying hello from Ohio. And all that <laughs> bullshit. And then I just quit. And I, I yell at Swift and I, I go drink beer and watch the football game, which was my uh, my last ride, my fifth ride. But I didn't. I don't count that. But that was great. And then the last ride... On the fourth was the three of us actually getting out in the high winds. Mm-hmm. Of, and we had 47 degrees here. That's Fahrenheit. Yeah. And, uh, God, it felt just, God, it was nice. It was so oh, we were nice. thwarted yeah. by the snow on the road, on the trail. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you had a longer route planned. Mm-hmm. And I'm, a little more climbing. We got home, and I was actually saying to Jackson, I was like, <laughs> kind of glad the road was snowed out. <laughs> well, like, that's the longest ride I've done. I like I've done since I went back to school uh-huh. so it was i came back and i was just ugh. <laughs> then yeah. of course like i told you guys i had to, i was going to the casino that night yeah. to gamble twenty dollars <laughs> well that's <laughs> what that i was gonna out? say yeah our sunday was very very interesting so you're jumping yeah. ahead of me because i was gonna say paul we paul we all did three different things mm-hmm. oh yeah i will start with myself i got on the trainer for 20 minutes and quit and then i felt sorry for myself the rest of the day because i actually had to go back to work the next day and then because you had a month off, not no, quite a month. Uh, two weeks. Yeah, all right. Two weeks. But uh, and then um, that was it. And uh, you, Paul, were very busy. Um, as as I say, installing a luxury item. <clears throat> yeah, my wife's birthday is today. She she uh, she let me come here. That was Jesus. Uh, yeah, yeah. But she's at at a movie with our daughter. So. But uh, one of the things was this luxury item is a bubbling vat of 500 <laughs> gallons of water. <laughs> <Bubbling> <laughs> <Yeah>. So at <laughs> 104 to 5 degrees, you know, so um, being an electrician, that was the part that was neglected. Everything is in place except, you know, I procrastinated because I do that for 40 plus hours a week. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, shit, I got to get this thing hooked up because I told her I'd have it by the sixth and it's January, in? yeah, it's in. And is it warm? And we stayed up. Yeah, we stayed up till it got temperature, <laughs> <laughs> and it was a hundred degrees. It wasn't quite that warm, but it's not bad though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, so I, I didn't get a ride in. It is great after a long ride. I will say, getting into one of those things after a long ride, that horrible, horrible rain ride we went on earlier this year. I got into ours right after it. The only bad thing about it is, and this is such a first world problem, (laughs) 
is getting out and getting back into the house because mm-hmm. your core is still pretty cold. Yeah. And I sat in ours for probably 20 minutes, and it it was nice. But, man, getting back upstairs and getting, you know, getting, I just basically went to bed, you know, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> but it was, you know, they're nice. The, the two other guys, Matt yeah. and, and, and uh, Nigel, that rode with us on that, that dreadful day. Yeah. They both. Uh, yeah, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, they, they went up for a ride. Well, Matt went. And, and hopped on Zwift, God and damn. Nigel went off the bluff, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" I was like in fetal was position. Done. I was freezing. Yeah, yeah, I was done. So better to man finish, than I. yeah, yeah, yeah better man. Oh. Than yeah. And, and hey, that's why I'm. That's why I'm. <laughs> Maybe micro-dosing. that's why they kick her ass. That's <laughs> why I'm microdosing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jackson. Microdosing. And Jackson, you um, you were sinning on native land. I. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> my boy's grown up he went out to the casino I, yeah you know I for those of you that know me I rarely rarely I've, I've been to the casino once and that was also probably had the same exact result as this time um, I went out with um, my girlfriend's family and I um, and we went out there and uh, both my girlfriend and I we only took out 20 bucks um, and I was like it was gone immediately. Um, <laughs> yeah. And she, she was able to play for quite a few, like for two hours with 20 bucks, which was Slots? pretty. Slots? What are you guys doing? It was like the roulette table. Roulette? Yeah. The one with the worst odds? I wouldn't even know what to do. I yeah. wouldn't even know what to oh. do, though. Yeah. It was like that electronic roulette. So oh. it's like, yeah. yeah. Um, but then one of her brothers actually, uh, one of her brothers gave another brother $5, and he's like, Hey, this is like this is just this is all I've got left. Like, go uh, try it on a slot machine, and so he tries it, and he comes back, and he wins a hundred and twenty-four dollars oh, <laughs> on it, and then he gambled it all the way. No. Oh yeah, that's what. Yeah. See, I would have totally. First of all, you know, uh, twenty bucks is like a bag of scratch. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Recovery, or or it's you know a couple, couple of tubes. tubes. Yeah. 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 You just pissed it away. I've taught you nothing. All in good time. <laughs> All in good fun. <laughs> Lesson so, learned. So that was that. And I, I do have other things that I want to get into. I want to ask Jackson if he wants to review any of his Christmas presents. I want to ask, you know, any of those, t- you know, an update on the Spring Classics trip. But there is a box where Jack Broadhead usually sits. And yeah. um, for those of you who've been paying attention to the January 1st is usually when all the pros switch their profile pictures over to their new kits and things like that. And our friends at Panache, who I'm saying our friends because they were really accommodating, they offered me zero discount. Um, and that's fine. They're in it to do a business. I didn't ask them about a discount and I don't expect one. So I shouldn't have even said that. I wish I could edit, but I don't. Um <laughs> They, those guys have been really cool over at Panache and, was, you know, helped us with design and all that kind of stuff. And we placed our order at the beginning of December. And there's a box in front of us. Mm-hmm. Who, uh, the new kits are here. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know. People, this is an audio podcast and people aren't going to get a shit. Unless give a they're shit. on YouTube. Unless they're on the YouTube. Very true. The YouTubes. Yeah. Boy, how they, old they am I? They still might not give a shit. Yeah, but yeah. I don't care. I want to see the kits. Bust them out, man. The new kits are here. Oh, this must be yours. It's it's a simply huge size. 
I'm so fucking excited. Oh my god! Tell, tell, somebody open a thermal jacket and tell me what those are like. I okay, want to see okay. what, what those guys feel like. And this is going to be so hard to do on an actual audio podcast. But damn, there's thermal. thermal. Yeah, that's this is here's yours. It's like the. Does the, it say simply huge on it? It, it does. <laughs> yeah. Huge, huge. They're huge. Simply huge. Oh no. Oh okay. Oh god, I think that jacket's going to be too big. Dude, these are these are like see-through. Ooh, I can honestly you can see, see me, guys. Uh, even though I didn't see my mic when I just bumped <laughs> that's into through it. the pockets. Yeah, that's gonna be nice and Ooh, airy. It's it's got some stretch to it, which is the thermal very good. Oh, see, I don't want stretch in my thermal because I bought a big one for huge boy. Okay, this is this cool. is the one item I was really worried about trying on, and so I'm wearing a thin sweater. It's time to wear a thin sweater. <laughs> it's not going to be a fat man in a little coat. Fat man in a little coat. <laughs> I, I, I have to try it on, though, because I'm worried because my jacket's... Oh, oh, this is nice. And, oh, this is pulling up my sleeve. Is that, that's, is a, a that's a long this, sleeve. This is a long sleeve. Oh, jersey. okay. It's, it just it's said, not the jacket. Oh. And I'm talking I'm, off I'll mine. dig. <laughs> Shorts. This this is exciting Ooh. exciting bolt <laughs> shorts. Yeah. I'm a fan of the thermal long sleeve. I like this. Oh, so he's got it. He's got this the is thermal. this is the long sleeve. So the, we have a jacket as two. Are technically that. thermal long sleeves. I got a lot of room in my arm <laughs> my sleeves, don't I? But the torso, I don't have a lot of room. That's the that's the jacket. <laughs> I'm just. So. People have fallen asleep by now. No, man, I don't fucking care, man. These are cool. Oh, I've waited all day for this moment. All day. That's a really long sleeve. I have long ass arms in this size. And that's what you need in cycling. Really? Well, if you're arrow, but it, it, I suppose if True. you're with the spacers you have on your stem in the <laughs> in the rise. Yeah. It's gonna work. Oh yeah. <laughs> Go, over yeah, by the go, go to YouTube if you want to see this goofy fridge. thing. Oh, jeez. This is too <laughs> too much. <laughs> Do they make me look fat? No. <laughs> sleeves are a Turn around. Baggy. Oh, yeah. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> the sleeves are a little kidding. baggy. I got a little extra room in oh, the really? sleeves. I got monkey arms, so it's going to be perfect. Yeah. Well, the worst thing, the worst thing on almost all cycling, like even this, I get extra tall. This is our Bultrick hmm. yeah. shirt. I always have my wrists are exposed. When it's long sleeve stuff, I want long. I don't. All the bag goes around my wrist, yeah. and that's what I want. This I gotta say, and I, I, I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna actually get back to a real, podcast. real podcast <laughs> before we lose everybody. But yeah, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna provide a a, a, a free. I don't know. Plug, dude. That's nice stuff. Mm-hmm. Y- you br- you turned me on to those yeah, guys, I like and that's em. that's quality shit. I'm looking at your shorts. Yeah. Before you soil them. Yeah. <laughs> Soiled. I think they're yours. I'm gonna be large. It'll be yours. <laughs> those are gonna be my shorts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. so happy. How's the chamois? I like it. Is it? It, it, yeah, 
But who even says chamois anymore? It's, what do you guys think of the color scheme? I like it. I am. It's going to stand out. Yeah. Sky, mm-hmm. kind of a, not a sky blue, but it, like a teal blue, mm-hmm. uh, like a lime green, like a light lime green. I, I couldn't tell you the colors. I should have yeah. started, studied closer in my nail polish uh, class at college. You majored in the wrong things, yeah. man. Oh, I'm happy though, the, and and I gotta say, I haven't tried on the nice. shorts yet. But if if it if it's if the rest of the kit fits like that uh, long sleeve jacket and jersey, can, you, can I see those shorts real quick? We I had a answer. we had a jacket with an old uh, supplier of gears. Oh, we got socks too. Oh, rubber grippers on the on the legs. Short. Oh yeah, I don't want to look like Sean Yates. Remember he he'd, ro- he'd flip them up. Yeah, he'd flip them over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's going to be nice stuff. You guys, uh, you know, I'm not endorsing. Like stuff. I'm not yeah. endorsing them because they're paying us. I'm endorsing them because it's really good quality yep. stuff. It's more expensive than some of the other brands we w- were looking at, but the ones that wear holes in their shorts. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you've been doing, man. But uh, I don't know. yeah, those that was epic to see that. Maybe so. Sam will adjust me so I don't wear out shorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your, your dick's too big. Um, okay, no. so that was exciting. That's that's re- oh yay new kit. Now I have a reason to train. Earlier I didn't. You know, <laughs> it's simple as this close. time I mean it. I get to dress up. Yeah, <laughs> Spend a Jesus fortune on a costume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Jackson! Do you have a, a, a Reader's Digest version? You don't know what that even means. Reader's oh, Digest yeah. Yeah, yeah, is a short yeah. version of of how it felt to finally have good leg warmers and um, shoe covers and new new lids. Yeah, um, I think for um, for leg warmers and shoe covers is something I've been really hoping for because it's like when I ride, when I've ridden like in when I was in Portland and I rode um, uh, my feet. There was one ride where I actually was like my feet were so cold they were numb. And like I, <laughs> I told you this because on our first ever pack filler um, kit order, mm-hmm. you and I ordered the same exact arm warmer. Uh, size, Sci- yeah, and our arms are a, a little bit different sizes. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I'm saying you're buff. Everybody I'm gets what you're saying. Jackson. I'm saying you're jacked. No, Paul, what size did you say mine were? Simply huge. <laughs> <laughs> I should take that as an insult, but it's funny. <laughs> it's not like fat ass. It's no, yeah. simply, simply huge. huge. There you go, yeah. <laughs> um, but. I was actually using those arm warmers for leg warmers that day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shit. Um, I got some kilos to lose. (laughs) Keep riding. Need another beer over here. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, though, the the leg warmers and the the shoe covers change the game. I can can go out on days like today when it was, I looked down at my computer and I saw 37 at one point and like, I was not cold. Yeah. Um, and the new helmet, oh my God. It fits. I have the, like one of the biggest heads in the world, and I know that. Um, like when I was a baby, I know that I would crawl around and just drag it. <laughs> you, were, you were like a bobblehead when you were yeah. born. So, <laughs> so getting a. So get, <laughs> I got a little story to back that up. So your dad, your dad used to, your dad used to have this race up the mountains in Spokane. There's, there was a, Either you could run the whole thing from downtown Spokane to the top of Mount Spokane. This is a running race. Yeah. Running race. And, and I don't run, but my wife did. 
and you invited us, and it always happened to be around your birthday yeah. and stuff, and there would be a big party afterwards. So I always did the uphill, so I didn't have to. <laughs> That's yeah. better for me. But we we met at, and it's now no lie, but it was uh, I don't uh, some brewery yeah. anyway. Yeah. So we were there, and we're all talking around the table about various things, and you were probably about three, four years old, Jackson, at that time. <laughs> and I'm looking at this cycling cap that you had on your head. I said, I bet you that fits. <laughs> it's a three-year-old, and I put it on, and it fit perfectly. And I'm like, holy shit, this kid's going to have a noggin. He's going to be huge. And it wasn't a, it wasn't a one-size-fits-all hat. It no. Was honestly, it was, it was like a, a fitted hat. hat or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, and you put it on your head, yep. and it's like, oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So Pox, you you want to give an endorsement to Pox? I I would myself. Um, I have the uh, I think it's the ventral spin is what it's called. Um, yeah, but it, it fits my head really well. Um, I'm not experiencing like when I shake my head back and forth. Sometimes helmets kind of fit weird, and I have no no issues with that. No pressing buttons or pressing areas. And yeah, the pads are really really nice on the inside so i love it and it doesn't get my head too hot or too cold it's perfect so well it's not getting it too hot i mean it's 37 degrees <laughs> that's why i said too cold yeah. as well i think it's really white and i'm not saying that mm-hmm. you know as an insult but it's way too white i, I really like the <laughs> white, it's white it's on hey, white. mr what size helmet and what company do you have i have a extra large <laughs> no simply huge <laughs> pock uh, my wife got me this for my for my for Christmas, but mine has black foam in on the inside. Yours is white on white. Mm-hmm. It is, but I I like that white. I it's a simple contrast. I'm Ebony and Ivory, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Living together, harmony, perfect harmony, yeah. side by side on my piano keyboard. <laughs> That's a, a really old guy reference, but I like it. No, and I, I'm not upset with the helmet. I've been a Giro guy forever, and then I got my giant one last year and it was a, it was a great helmet except i got ridiculed by several people for my color coordination <laughs> for frank schrock yeah. we're riding with the guy who wrote the rules yeah and you've got a blue helmet and different colored everything yeah it was that, that i had a down i had a black and green jersey on an orange bike and a blue mm-hmm. helmet and i got shit for it mm-hmm. um so i uh, i wanted a white helmet and my wife bought me a white helmet so thank you honey i'm just glad None of these were purple. <laughs> purple. <laughs> <laughs> because our big helmets make us look like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. At least we're circumcised. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, um, now that the kits are out, any predictions on how many people are actually going to represent our club this year? Hmm. Well, for sure, three. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe four. Yeah. I think it'll work. Mm-hmm. I'm scared. I don't know. Well, you know, I think he who is listening is. Yeah, he is. Okay. Uh, yeah, he'll be he'll be riding, and I think he'll be out Go there. Go ahead, because uh, I want to drink. Oh, I think Roger will ride. Uh, hey, Roger. Thank you. Hey, Roger. Thanks. But I think um, I think some of the others are going to be hard to to figure out if they're truly members of the team. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them was was on the front porch on our ride on Saturday, waving. Really? With his dog. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Keith. Yeah, Keith. Yeah. Keith. He's he's kind of the unknown Arive rider because a lot of people I don't think know that who he is. And All we I know, him on he once was anything. a cat too, and yeah. he drinks good quality Saint Bernardus beer. So he's so. in. 
Yeah. So he's in. There we go. He's, he doesn't have to hit the pavement. Yeah. Right there, he's quality. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gentlemen, are we ready to continue on and get this shit on the All road? Right. Yep. All right, yeah. let's start with In the News. I have three news stories to start here. And I hit the fucking wrong button. <laughs> 20 years of broadcasting experience, everybody. New law says Washington drivers must give cyclists three feet or more if they are passing. I know there are people all over the world going, well, duh, but this is big shit for us. Okay, here we go. As of January 1st, 2020, Washington drivers must give cyclists and pedestrians three feet of space or more if passing on the road. Lawmakers approved, apparently, those new rules in May, but they became officially official in uh, as of the first of the year. Previously, drivers were told to pass at a, quote, safe distance, end quote. New rules clarify what that means for drivers. So before I get your commentary on I'm going to tell you what this rule means. If there are two or more lanes, drivers must move out of the right lane to pass a cyclist. That means a full lane allowance. If there is only one lane in each direction, drivers must slow down and give the cyclist at least three feet of space. And the last rule is, if there is one lane in each direction but not enough room to pass, the driver must move into oncoming traffic when safe to do so. I first of all want to ask, what do you guys think of this? And I second of all want to ask, is this going to make any difference at all? I think, I don't, you know, in all honesty, I I think it won't really do too much at the moment, just because I don't know if a lot of people even know about it. You know, um, it's also something that like, and I know I'd bring it up all the time, but like, it's some. At being like someone who's f- from Portland or who's rides in Oregon, I witness see like the three feet is very very common, and you and I witnessed that when we did our ride in Portland. They are the uh-huh. drivers are, t- are, and I don't mean to use the word trained, but they are they are aware of that. Mm-hmm. Maybe because there's more. I don't know. I, I Can you know. ride to abreast? Oh, I I would imagine very quite easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the space they were giving us when we were there was. Definitely, you could do two abreast, mm-hmm. um, and I, I've become almost like accustomed to it because, like, sometimes when I come here, and I'm not saying that at at, at any point our driver is dangerous here, um, but it's just it's a little different, you know. Um, they are dry, dangerous here. You can say that. Okay, yeah, <laughs> they're I, assholes here. <laughs> sometimes yeah. I have witnessed that, but I think, I don't know. I th- I don't know how to get it out and about to everyone so they can really like get it in, get it ingrained into their minds because. Right now, if I wasn't here to hear that, I don't know if I would have even known. I already do give the three feet, but it's like I don't know if I would have known if I wasn't here. So, Paul, well, you know the cycling world in state of Washington's all aware of this because it's like viral for us. Uh, unfortunately, oh, the man. drivers don't; they're not getting this message. So I did see it on our local news last night. Was it? That's oh, good. Wow. Yeah. Here's here's the deal. I think, you know, talking to my wife who's not a rider, she says, I have no problems giving I don't want to hurt anybody, that type of thing. But when a cyclist is on the <laughs> yellow line, you know, <laughs> and, and we do uh, I see I've ridden with people that are just in the middle of the road. 
the state of Washington. Each state is different. The uh, state of Washington is is far to the right of the road. The the road you feel safe, which is yeah. ambiguous, but mm-hmm. you know it could be glass or whatever. And then they should have that three feet. So on the token of cyclists out there, you know, in the state of Washington, abide by that rule. Don't hang out. And I've been guilty <laughs> myself, yeah. but you know, try and stay as far to the right. But I don't know if the average driver is going to ever, I, I, you know, they're they're not going to know until they get pulled over. Mm-hmm. And the the idea of that, n- no cop's going to pull them over. I, I I just don't see it for a while. But it is a beginning. I think it's a good rule. I don't I I don't poo poo it by any means. Yeah. And <clears throat> I think cyclists need to stay to the right, and hopefully riders, I mean drivers, will start abiding by that rule by three feet. Um, there's a good viral video on Facebook. I can't remember. It might have been Justin or somebody who posted these uh, uh, Columbia bus oh, drivers. That was me. Oh, that, that was, was you. That was, that was packed full of productions. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, these guys are on trainers with facing straight ahead, and they had a bus yeah. buzz them. Scared the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah. 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 They were like, Phew. So. I think that um, I, I I put this out there on our social media and I asked if, do you think it's going to make a difference? 99% of the people said, fuck no. But I also think we also started to think in the terms of it, it, this is going to be a slow process. Mm-hmm. At least it's on the books. Exactly. It, um, Roger. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, you says, drank that out of the can at that point. Oh. Um, Roger said... Damn it, I said it again. That oh, um, I'm going to get drunk. Yeah, that um, he he rides with the front and rear facing uh, video cameras that that run. Which in the is loop. a good thing. And mm-hmm. I think that if we get to this point where riders are getting hurt, which they are getting hurt, at least there's something we some can Some kind use of record. To, yeah, yep. you know, so some, you know, as in negative as you want to say it, somebody could say, well, at least my family will get something when I'm killed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it, at least there's something. There's something starting this process, yep. and and who knows? Maybe a cop will be low on quota tickets, and he'll just go out and start following cyclists <laughs> and make sure they're passed. Now wait, we want them on our side, so let's not. <laughs> well, I wasn't saying anything bad about cops. They got a quota to fill, man. So why not bust people for you know getting too close to bike racers? Sure. Yeah. God, no, they got a. They should be fucking doing it. Now I am being mean to cops. Now they should be fucking doing it for people with cell phones. But, uh, mm-hmm. but that is And they are, because that's a big ticket. Is it? Oh, yeah. No. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, news story number two. Chris Froome downplays concerns about his recovery. I don't know if you guys heard this. Four-time Tour de France winner. Uh, his road back to competition remains uncertain, and no date has been set for his first race of 2020. Um, his... his sh- he shot back at reports recently that his recovery from his injury was not going as planned. I don't know if you guys heard. He was at a training camp and then left and had to leave early. He said, um, I think via Twitter, um, hope I can set this straight. I'm quoting him directly. I was last at a training camp at the beginning of December. My recovery is going well and I will be heading to my next training camp on Thursday onward. Uh, the four time tour winner, you know, he, yeah, raise alarm bells about his racing future. People are concerned if if there is something going on with his his injuries, if they are truly recovered or not. Um, and some are saying that's it. This is you know because he hasn't raced since crashing out of the Dauphiné. 
is this the end of Chris Froome or as Brailsford said, we should never write that man off? Paul, you get to go first on this one. Uh, <clears throat> never write him off, but <clears throat> I'll stick to my claim back September two years ago, my first time out in Packfiller, that Chris Froome would not win <laughs> another yeah. uh, France. I, I don't Heard I it think there first. Well, the way that uh, Enios has it lined up for the this next year, so they have Burnell and um, and and Garrett Thomas and yeah and him. I just the three prong. I think they're that's an indication to me uh, that they don't believe in him. I, that's that's just my take. They're on stacking it. the deck, just yeah, in case. just in case. And I think they want to give him a fair chance because they. He certainly has given them He's a it. lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I mean, the rumors that we hear back on his the extent of his injuries, it's like God. If he comes back, that's amazing. Yeah, um, thirty-four years old. Jesus, I just don't. You think eh. that's it? I think so. I think so. It. it yeah. It, it. I could be wrong, and I'll land on my sword. But yeah, I would never put any money on that guy. I think he's the greatest. Uh, Grand Tour writer in the last decade, maybe, yeah, in the last decade, without a doubt. But yeah, I I I tend to agree. I think um, I think he's done a lot. I think he's worked really really hard with all with all of these Grand Tour victories. But I think his age and the extent of his injury, I think those two things are not really working well together. Um, I do agree. I don't know if he's ever going to win again um, because I think the level of competition is at a higher level than it was pre-injury. I think there are now competitors besides just Ineos teammates. There's Jumbo Visma now who could also really compete. And I think very much so with someone when you're coming back from injury, hopping right into that really high competition, that's really hard because you got to, I mean, Cycling, yes, there's the physical ability, but there's also that being he hasn't. I mean, he hasn't been in a race in a really long time now, and so it's like, I mean, of course he's not going to lose his like his race awareness, but I think that feeling of being in there is probably weaning away a little bit too. That's that's a good point because we don't even know what what races he, he they haven't even put out his schedule yet, so we don't yeah. know what he's going to do. What what are you going to prepare for the tour? I mean, you can train all you want. You know, there's maybe the Dauphiné and I don't know. Yeah. W- where he got crashed. Yeah, let's put your back in that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> PTS. Hey, yeah. Run spoke wheel. Don't, no disc wheels, no yeah. aero bikes yeah. on your training ride, your recon. <laughs> Doing yeah. it Merck style, pal. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah. Um, it, what do you think? It makes me, it, I guess, I don't know. I don't know why it makes me sad, but it just seems like it, I didn't think about it until you just described it, Paul, as perhaps this is the changing of the guard. Mm-hmm. And and I think he, if that crash wouldn't have happened, I, hell yes, I'd put my money back on mm-hmm. him again. I think he'd be there again. I hope he proves me wrong, but I agree. I think might be might be close to it. So only time will tell, right? Yep. Yeah. There's another story I wanted to get to, but we're we we are already 41 minutes into this oh, show. Shit. So um, I did I did want to mention just a blurb of it: the fact that the World Tour races are still scheduled uh, despite the raging fires in Australia, and uh, the Santos Tour Down Under and the Cadell Evans Great Ocean Road Race both confirmed uh, to Velo News 
that both those races are still continuing on. And um, not to be cheesy, not to be stupid, not to be, you know, jumping on a bandwagon, but uh, that's that's a gigantic heartbreaker what's going on in in Australia and I my heart goes out to everybody involved and if you've got extra coin or change or something like that to donate to those people I think that's that's something to help mm-hmm. um, uh, Lachlan Morton was just posting on the other day that he will ride he will go and meet and ride with any club in Australia that donates uh, at least five hundred dollars to cool to really to cool. the fires mm-hmm. there so I, I mean I think that's that deserves mentioning. I don't know if how where I was going to go with that, but I thought that was a story that definitely deserved to be mentioned. Um, but it took me away from the most perfect segue that Jackson had provided when we were talking about Chris Froome and age. <laughs> uh, my topic today is OK Boomers versus Snowflakes in the world of cycling. <laughs> Um, Snowflakes, <laughs> well, isn't that the OK Boomer? And then then they they the, the precious young kids are the yeah. precious little angel snowflakes, right? <laughs> All right. Um, so we're we're st- we have a wonderful age separation in our in our studio right now, and um, that's I'm saying all three of us, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, I know that everybody has their opinion on the old specific generations, but I'd like to start this out with just getting straight to the matter. Jackson, in your opinion, is your generation too soft for cycling? No, I don't think so. I think... um... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm just talking. Numbers are down. Yeah, no, I don't, I, I don't know if it's that we're too soft. I think it's just that, and I, I mean, I've noticed this throughout my entire generation, is it's like, I don't, man, I don't know. I think it's a tough question, but I also think um, numbers are down in specific areas. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that comes with attitudes. Um, I think we're seeing, like, especially recently, that, like, there are some different attitude shifts within the different disciplines of cycling, I think. And we, I, th- the first podca- pack filler podcast I was ever on was we were talking about the difficulties in road cycling. Um and I think in some cases, just with my experiences, I obviously can't speak for every other experience. Um, but it's, it's, that's the most intimidating place I've ever been is at a uh, um, road race start line. And yeah. that could just be because of who I am. But I don't know. I never have felt welcome in those, in those areas. Um, and I think we're seeing this shift to um, a different type of community, this mountain bike, this gravel community that is very... and. Uh, I was listening to your episode with Pete Stetna about it, how he was like, you're like, you're having a beer with the guys after and you get to like talk about it, even though you were like really competitive during. And it's, I don't know if we're, I think that's where my generation is going more. 
because it's that community feel, you know, yeah. nobody's, nobody's like, I hate you during the race and I hate you after. Um, and I think, I mean, I, I have it written on my road ID. Um, and I mentioned Peter Sagan all the time, but he has this tattooed on his, uh, on his stomach that says, uh, why so serious? Mm-hmm. And the, uh, obviously the Joker from one of the Batman movies Thank said you that. For- for you know sourcing that quote i appreciate it yeah, totally. no i mean that's oh, really yeah. as a batman junkie oh yeah yeah, yeah. um <coughs> but um and like yes as i was saying yes it is from that movie but it's also i think it has another connotation where it's like it's like in the end we are just peddling a piece of metal around and it's not going to be the end of the world you know what i mean yeah i think there are instances where there are like sometimes people can be too soft. I think that goes that spans generations. There, there's people that just decide to go. I want to only stay inside. You know, we were talking about the people that. Oh, are I'm just gonna like, bring that up. Don't yeah, don't jump ahead. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, because but that I, sickens me. And but I, yeah, and I think that's an issue. Um, but I don't think that's just specifically millennial and Generation Z or whatever. Um, yeah. I think that spans generations. So yeah, my long. Paul, well, that's my long answer. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like think, that, though. I think uh, being, I'm probably the only one. Uh, in fact, I know I'm the only one that's actually a baby boomer. I was born in '63, so I'm the last at the end of it. But you're the appeal, technically a boomer. Yeah, wow. I am. Okay. Wow. Yep. I'm not. I'm an X. Yeah. Yeah. After '63, then it, I think it changes. Yeah. Is it '63 or four or something? Anyway, um, <clears throat> to me, I think. The period where you grow up really influences how you perceive things. And and my son is 29. And and as you were speaking, of course, all my life they saw dad, my, my daughter, and my son. It's cycling everything. It's like the majority of the sports. I watch other sports, baseball, football, basketball. But cycling is year-round. And we were watching the Tour de France, and somebody, I think it was – Volkler was cl- climbing up in the early 2000s, and he's just he's just distraught. He's got dropped, and everybody. Well, if you're a big follower, a period where he's screaming at his team, they weren't helping yeah. him, and he has that water bottle and he throws it down, and he is just, you know, <laughs> beside himself. And my son says, "Do you ever get like that? Do you, I mean, he, he's obviously not enjoying himself." Well, yeah, I've I've, I've been there. Why? Why would yeah. you do that? And I'm like, why? Why wouldn't you? I mean, that, <laughs> and and lately I've been. I'm going to go a little bit deep. <clears throat> I came across a couple of BBC uh, series about the, you know, the Crusades. Oh what, my God! Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So it, it's intriguing to me because I don't know. And again, maybe the period I grew up being a baby boomer were out of World War II where. Our dream of of Jan, John Wayne sitting in the trenches and charging the enemy and yeah. bang 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 you know we we maybe that's just formed me to the point where cycling was something in my life from the time I was born. My mom said I just wanted to ride a bike. I don't know why. I no out you know influence from anybody, but in 1984 I saw uh, Perry Roubaix on CBS. And I, that's it. These guys, it was a muddy mess. Sean Kelly wins. He's, you know, English speaking in this year. I thought this is, 
that's where I want to be. It is, it's like in the trenches, war type of thing. And cycling is nothing like war, but that picking yourself up, fighting, never giving up, people's fly, flat crash, that's, I mean, that intrigued me. And I played football, basketball, and baseball, and football, there's that gridiron type thing. You know, that was what formed me. And it didn't form my son. And I don't think it, it, it formed, you know, the your generation. It's like you have options. Yeah. You can play games. You can swift. But well, you can, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if we can. And, and part of it, too, you've mentioned several times, is the things that we did, you know, 16 years old, you and Jack driving down in an old Beetle, yeah. you know, to Colorado. Yeah. Who would do that? To their sixteen-year-old kid nowadays. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, um, yeah, I, I'm going to jump around a little bit here, and because you guys mentioned technology, and and I think a lot of of older generation people blame technology for the uh, attention span issues, for the uh, lack of of major incentive, um, and and I I'm just saying what these older people are thinking Jackson I'm not blaming anybody but no um, and 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 Jackson you brought it up is technology to blame I I did recently uh, I spoke to you guys about this on the ride the other day I saw a post of a person bragging that they had completed more Zwift miles than road miles Um, and many people were on supporting that including a guy that said his wife won't let him ride alone outdoors Um, is is the advent and then the growth of technology also partially to blame being that the younger generation you're born into technology older generation it became a part of our lives and is that something that is making us where we don't want to go outside and suffer in the dirt when we can just ride inside and hop off from where we want and you know not piss our pants because we can go and piss in the bathroom (laughs) Um, and I you know I don't know if there are answers to this but I'm just throwing these out there um, <laughs> it's a bi- it's it's a big deal right now. Um, I think technology. Um, I think it can both hinder and help. Um, in I mean in any situation, um, but specifically cycling. I think I think Zwift has it has its difficulties. I think um, I think it does take away that draw to the outdoors that like a lot of people have. Yeah. Um, as someone who's a college student, I really I do understand like the draw towards it. Cause like, like sometimes I just don't have time, you know, and that's just a quick way to do it. Um, but also there's no other feeling like getting back from a ride that you went on at outdoors and you know, like it feels like you accomplished something, mm-hmm. you know, um, very much so. But I also think there are other forms of technology. Um, my bike computer, I had no idea where to go yeah. when I first moved to Portland. Um, and now because of it, it opens so many doors to places that I never knew existed. Um, I mean, our phones help us do that kind of same thing. So I think I, going back to my point is that I think it can be really, really helpful. Um, but I also think it can hinder some things. Um, my girlfriend's, uh, one of her family members, um, was born into that only knowing technology, you know, I was lucky enough to come up in that time when it was like, like cell phones were just kind of becoming like a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's so interesting to watch her family member, go room stay in the room and then like come out every once in a while you know and i'm not saying that's a bad thing it's just 
a generation. It's just it's different. a change. Yeah, it's just a change. Yeah. Um, but also, he like also this person is like contribute or uh, conversing with people that he might not be able to see all the time. You know, so I think like through video games and such. You know, so I think I think it can help a lot, but unfortunately, it does keep people off the roads, and I think that is also tough. No, I think you know. Obviously, technology. I mentioned one of the best, um, less show uh, technology in the last decade was Swift. I think yeah. that's a good influence. I think not Swift. Excuse me, uh, Strava. Yeah, okay. Oh, it's a, okay. Yeah, that was yeah. Freudian slip. Yeah, <clears throat> but Swift is is good. I think it's a good alternative, and I'm glad I don't have a, a tweet account because <laughs> you mentioned okay a couple boomer. of times yeah he did that was totally like an okay boomer moment sudden, he said i don't have people are gonna hate me but <laughs> i i think you know why do you we talked about this this guy bragging about he had more miles yeah. on swift and stuff and what's your intentions to me i think it's good if this guy the alternative is to sit and drink beer and watch football games yeah instead of going out which was <laughs> my sunday <laughs> Shit. And so, if that go but, hawks, yeah. yeah. But I mean, if you do that and and get on Swift, you know, and you got somebody who's going to be healthier than somebody who sits at the couch. So I applaud that. But I I, I have a problem with people who use technology. Say it, I I put so many miles on this year, and they're putting that Swift in there. Yeah. Um, it's not the same. I've ridden. Now I'm going on 35 years. I've raced and rode bikes, and it's completely different. Like yeah. our ride, we had wind to deal with. We had, yeah. we had, you know, conversation, not texting. Yeah. You know, like hello from Ohio. Hey, yeah. Ohio. <laughs> oh, fuck! It drives me crazy. So yeah. you know, you don't. This is engaging conversation. You can talk. You can talk politics. You can talk whatever. Yeah. Whatever the group's into. Um, that's what cycling is. And that's, I think, what makes gravel so cool because they've got these subgroups inside this yeah. big group. Mm-hmm. Uh, Swift doesn't do this. And and everybody jumps on the big uh, bandwagon about Swift, you know, and you're putting out you know, these big power numbers. And I was telling you, oh there man, is, there yeah. is uh, you know, people who have made teams because of their numbers on Swift. They can't handle a bike so well when they're out, you know, or dealing with position yourself in a pack or you know dealing with racing you know, i mean if you're you're not into racing if you just want to you know go out and ride with your friends it's probably fine but if racing you can't base it on how many watts you put out there's too yeah. many too many variables yeah. so um but yeah. that's something but that in its essence and i please don't take this as a joke or an insult that in its essence is is what makes our generation sound old yeah it's not numbers yeah. It's about riding. It's yeah. about hurting yourself. Living you little shit. You know, yeah. Yeah, and um but okay. Um it let me think about where to continue with this. Um I also think that there's a certain element of and this is, you know, and I'd like to hear this from a generational aspect in terms of and I'm I don't mean to be continually blaming technology. Here I am, 
you know, this podcast is a source of technology. <laughs> but yeah, the, you can't piss on that. The amount of information I think we receive is very heavily to blame. My wife and I get into conversations quite often about the fact that she's saying, well, there's so much more violence out there in the world. There's so much more danger out there in the world. You know, the park across the street has creepy people in it. And I'm going, do you think it's truly, I mean, truly that much of a difference or do you think it is, yes, there is an increase, but the fact that we are hearing about all this. I hear about every single person getting hit by a car through social media. Mm-hmm. I hear about every single, you know, crime that's committed wherever, uh, all around the place. Because that information is being provided to us, I honestly, I don't, you know, I can't prove this, but I think in my heart of hearts that we are hearing about this more, so it is making us more of a paranoid culture. I, I used to leave my house, and this is, I used to leave my house <laughs> in the morning, and I couldn't come home till the streets lights came on yeah, that's at night. Common. Yeah, and, and I would be gone all day, and my mom wouldn't have a freaking clue where I was. Yep. I remember talking, Jackson, to your mother about that, and she looked at me like I was on crack when I was like, well, Jackson can just go to the park for a while, can he? And I'm sure a lot of listeners are going, what in the fuck is wrong with you, Pat? But... Or, th- or they could be saying, "Yeah, why couldn't he?" Yeah, you know, you know, and we I did. I would leave without a cell phone for a four-plus-hour ride mm-hmm. when I was a junior, and my parents had no clue where I was. Um, I th- and I think it, the amount of information we're being received, being given, is making parents more paranoid that they're then passing that on to their kids, yeah, and they're holding them back, yep, and protecting them, and putting and being okay with you guys riding indoors or playing video games indoors because we know where you are yep you know i don't know i think um i do think i mean obviously times have changed you know um like there's no there's no denying that i think um i think we do see a lot more things now you know i think we've become a little bit like desensitized if that's the right way of saying it to um kind of like seeing and hearing about some specific things um i think social media can do that but i also think like there are good aspects of it of it you know um i think when you were talking about strava it made me think of um whenever i see like whenever i see someone go out whenever i see one of you guys go out i'm always like well man now i gotta go out yeah it's like a Mm -hmm. motivational thing yeah yeah um and like um it's also called Catholic guilt. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not Catholic. I know. But, but I got <laughs> the guilt. We Catholics are really <laughs> yeah. good with it. Yeah. Um, but, and I think, I think social media can have a really great motivational thing, like, like sticking to the uh, subject of cycling. I also think, um, uh, like the way that I, especially within the last year that I really got into whole, the whole cycling thing was through a platform, funny enough, that we're on right now, yeah. Um, YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It, I watch these people go out and do these epic things and it's like, wow, I want to do that. And so it, I think it, um, I think social media can really be a motivational tool. I also do think, like I was saying earlier, we are seeing more things now. Um, and I think that does make us freaked out. Um, but things, you know, like the world's not as bad as it is, as, as everybody thinks it is, you know? Um, I'll go back to the quote. Why so serious about it all? You know, Mm -hmm. not everybody's out there to kill you. Maybe that's our problem. 
We're too serious. We're not too goddamn serious. Yeah. Everybody's mad at each other and they're super serious. And, you know, we talked about that story at the beginning of the show about, uh, oh, yeah, it's going to be great. We, you know, they've got to tell us three feet so they can, you know, we can sue somebody when they identify my corpse through dental records. <laughs> and I, I said it on the show. And maybe we're all just so angry at each other. Everybody's so fucking angry these days. And we all just need to. I mean, that's what attracted me to cycling in the first place is going out, being in the middle of nowhere by myself with nothing going on. Just get lost in my head. And maybe we need to get lost in our heads more. I think that's a good point. Very good. And I think with the whole why so serious, as I've been saying, like, yeah. I'm not saying don't take it seriously. You know, like I'll I'll like I'll get super angry. Like I'll get intense at races or like I'll get like competitive. But afterwards, it's knowing that this is not the end of the world. You know, yeah. that this is not it. Maybe if something goes wrong, that's not like it's it's not who you are, you know. And I think remembering that, hey, it's it's just a race. It's OK. Yeah, <clears throat> it's tough. But I think that's also necessary. That was good. I feel I feel cleansed. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> I, and I, and I, that was kind of like one a of good the morning poo. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you. Because <laughs> I, I, I was kind of serious for a while there. And I just I just wanted to get to that. So um, should we speed through some trivia here, guys, just to kind of right. round it out? I came up with one, and I don't even have an intro for. So let me see if I can find one that would be a good intro. Um, I don't. I don't oh have no. a. I don't have a. Uh, uh, no, that's not going to work. Uh, <laughs> basically, what I've I've got got this one is is called simply Who Am I? All right. Yours truly spent some time on Wikipedia of all sites, oh and no. and I have the bios of very specific cyclists, some modern, some older, because I want to space it out for the generation gap here. Um, and we only have two of you, so that's really not a very competitive <laughs> pack filler trivia here. So, but I just thought it'd be funny. So you got to chime in first. I will start reading the bio of the specific rider, word for word, from Wikipedia. All right. And uh, you need to chime in with your first name and then answer the, the writer's name. So is this a situation where, like, if he gets it wrong, I get to steal? No. Okay. No. Okay. Maybe. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah, I'll allow that because okay. if you just ring in first right out of the gate, mm-hmm. that's yeah. cheating. Okay. okay. Cool, cool, cool. So writer number one, born the 2nd of January, 1992. He is an Australian professional road racing cyclist who currently rides... For the UCI World Team, EF Education. Lachlan Morton. Jackson gets the first point. I don't even have a scorecard. I was almost there. I was almost there. (laughs) I got to make a scorecard. I heard Australian. Use your packing slip. I heard Australian, and I was like, oh, immediately. Well, 92, and I was doing the calculation with Caleb Ewing. Ewing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, rider number two. Born the 17th of May, 1985, is a Belgian professional cyclist who currently rides for the UCI World Team, CCC. Paul. And that would be Greg Van Avermont. Paul wins with Greg Van Avermont. And rider number three, born the 13th of May, 1986. God, these guys are young. (laughs) <laughs> is a Swiss cross-country cyclist who race, races for Scott Schramm MTB Jackson team. Nino Scherter. No, I knew Jackson would get that one when I put that together. Sorry, Paul. I, just I knew who that. it was. I didn't I know his name. Oh. Um, next rider, born the 26th of June, 1961, 
is an American former professional road racing cyclist, entrepreneur. Paul. Yeah. Greg Lamont. Greg Lamont. <laughs> There's no way for me on that one. <laughs> you are screwed from the word go. Um, the next one, born the th- January 31st, 1983, is a retired American professional road racing cyclist who last rode for the UCI pro team, Cannondale Garmin. He turned professional in 2006. That is technically the end of his bio, but I will provide you. I shouldn't have said his because I gave away the fact that it's a dude. He is also the winner of the 2018 Dirty Kanza. Jackson. Yeah. Is it Ted King? It is Ted King. See see how I played it fair for both of you guys? Next rider, born the 29th of June 1973, American former road bike racer who competed on a prof- as a professional between 1994 and 2012. He was a key domestique of another dude. <laughs> he was also a domestique for another dude in 2007 and for another dude in 2011 when both men won the Tour de France. He is currently the owner and general manager of the UCI professional continental team Arapahoe blank powered by BMC okay. Brooke Walter no you gotta say your name first Paul Paul Brooke Walter it is not Brent Brooke Walter uh, should I give away the domestique he was for yeah that's gonna screw you over Paul he was a key domestique of Lance Armstrong Alberta Contador and Cadell Evans Oh Jesus! Jackson's oh, Jesus! No Fucking snowflake! Eh. Uh, George Hinkap. Yeah, jeez. Um, I've got a couple left, and then we'll we'll go to the final. Uh, we got to do damn. the orange taste that test. That was dumb on my part. Next cyclist born 11th of August 1980, and this is, and I am not lying, straight from Wikipedia. He is a middle-aged retired <laughs> English professional road racing cyclist from Christchurch, Dorset. In 2007, he signed a contract with DFL Cycling News Lightspeed, for whom he rode for one year. He was a member of the Irish and Post, what the fuck, Sean Kelly team from 2008. In 2009, he joined Cervelo Test Team after his contract expired at the end of 2011. Jackson. Yeah. Oh, man, what's his name? Is it? Um, nah, I'm blanking. Never mind. Paul. Daniel Lloyd. It is Dian- Daniel Lloyd. <laughs> I knew I was going to say Dan. Mm. I was just about ready to spit it out, and then you got me out. Next writer, born June 7th, 1956, was an English professional racing cyclist and later a broadcaster on cycling, notably the Tour Paul. de France. That would be Paul Sherman. That is mm. the late, great Paul Sherman. We all tied up? We are not. Paul just came ahead with one <sighs> point. Boom, boom. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> Next rider, born December 3rd, 1978, is an American bicycle racer. She specializes in cyclocross racing and is a 15-time national... Paul, that would be... Oh, no, no, no. Don't fail me now, memory. Um, Katie Conlon. Katie what? Katie Compton. No, oh, yeah, I'll give it to you, Paul, yeah. even though you said Katie Conlon. Compton. Compton. Uh, okay, last one, and then the the, the taste the test is going to okay. decide it. Um, next rider, born October 29th, 1995, is 
an American. Oh, Sam Waples said, come on, Paul, when you couldn't get to church. He can't be. <laughs> is an American cross-country and mountain bike cyclist. Born to Maggie and Tom on October 1995. This person grew up in Marin County at the base. Jackson. Of yeah. uh, Kate Courtney. Holy shit. How did you do that? How did you do that? Jackson pulls within one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What? George Hancappy. George Hancappy. <laughs> hey! How about that, Sam? Hey. All right. <laughs> Sam probably finally happy. Okay. I'm going to uh, take off my headphones for a second, and I'm going to talk away from the mic again because I have to get the taste test. Oh, Under taste what? test. Noon versus Ooh. hammer versus scratch. Hey, have you ever heard a piece of cake um, by Grace down in in uh, kind of the Portland area? Uh, I haven't. Used to be a road race put by by uh, David Ocker, I think it was his name, and his wife. It was just a simple little race, and and she would make this cake for the winner. Okay. And it became really big, and then there was a series. It, it was always in, I think, March. Remember a piece of cake, Pat? Here? In t- here? Piece of cake? No, it was down in, in Oregon. I, I think David I remember Ocker. Remember name. David Ocker? What? David Ocker. Man, I mean, no, he's, he's old age. Wow. I'm drawing a blank. Wow. Anyway. And then the Banana Belt series. Yeah, they still oh, yeah, have yeah, yeah. They I think they do, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a great, great series all through March and stuff. All right, before, oh, I, wow. before yeah. I continue on, for those of you watching um, us on YouTube, you can see uh, that the diva himself um, <laughs> was here <laughs> earlier Jesus. in the studio. And if you saw it on social media, yeah, you would see... What? Yeah, and yeah, he, he said, and "My freaking major." He made your mics smell stink. like like Bend Bend Oregon beer. Bend IPAs, <laughs> <laughs> bro. He dropped off this very jersey I'm holding in my hand. I'll try to hold it up for the right cameras. Um, this is a, a wool jersey. Look at how long it is. First of all, it's like a fucking mm-hmm. miniskirt. Yeah. Second of all, this is. Don't smell it. No, no he wears a shit ton of cologne, but <laughs> I, I don't think he wears this. But it smells like. Yeah, you don't smell another man's tunic. Brute aftershave and laborious. <laughs> High karate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kit that we talk about, for those of you watching, when we talk about this Rainbow Schwinn kit being the ugliest kit ever. And I don't want to hold it up to the blue in the pack filler kit. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm looking at it. That's not even close. No. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah, we're good. You sure? Okay. No. I'll hang it up. I promise. Um, that was a rubbish bin. I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> gentlemen. In our in our taste test, to uh, I think I'm I'm gonna allow uh, what do you shit we do with two points to to whoever actually I'm gonna do five points to whoever gets the most correct, and this okay. is gonna be swayed heavily okay. towards Paul because Paul is yeah. a uh, taste Nazi when it comes to some of this <laughs> taste stuff. Taste Nazi. Um, I have um, I have in my water bottles here three orange flavored beverages: one from Hammer Nutrition, one from Noon. And one from um, scratch. Okay. I will pour you a little bit in. And I will allow you the opportunity to take notes. Which means you can scribble down what you think number one, number two, or number three is in order to assist you in the process. All right. The person who gets the most correct. By the way, we can also comment on how good or bad or indifferent we think each of them are. Uh, Bottle number one. You can talk about the looks. You can talk about the smells. 
It looks more like lemonade from what I'm seeing. Oh, shit. That's my urine sample. Flavor number one. Only I know what it is. As I take a drink. Not much orange. Not much. No. Not very heavy. No. Not very very heavy. salty. Extremely yeah. salty. Oh. I feel like very I have to salty. swish it around in my... Orange is not... You, you got to swirl no. it like a wine connoisseur. Oaky. Oaky. <laughs> it's oaky. <laughs> Bit on the nose. I got a little bit of chocolate. Little... Uh, Color, mushroom. as you said, no. Jackson. It's, it's mushroom. It's very clear. It's the very clearest of the lemon. three. Yeah. Yeah. So far. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, number two. Jackson, you just want to pour it into. Oh, I'll just give you another one. Oh, okay. Number two. Yeah. You get splattered. I know what that is. Might be a giveaway. Number two. <laughs> I have it all over my neck, chin. It does have a citrus nose. Chest. I think I know Number what this two. one is. In the orange challenge. Not much orange there either. I got a little <laughs> more. I got a little bit more. I got a little bit more orange out of that one. That's, mm, no. Almost to the point of being sour, may I yeah, say. That was, that was dreadful. Yeah. That was absolutely dreadful. Woof. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> no. Number three. That one, that one, the one that we just had was the saltiest. Really? So far. Oh, no, this, oh, <laughs> God. Oh, God, this is dreadful. That's like a this creamsicle. I know what that one is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so, so far, <laughs> Paul's like, thank God I got some, some cold smoke. Oh, that Scotch ale, Lev. This one is like a like an orange milkshake. It is. It's thick. It is very thick. Is pen not working? Here. I got it. All right. I think. I think. What are we gonna do if we get a tie? I don't know. This one's really throwing me off. That <laughs> that doesn't even resemble this last one. Food, of any form. <laughs> that was disgusting. The other one I did not like either. The first one is probably my favorite so far. First one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what they are, right? I do. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just making this shit up. I'm just yeah. screwing you guys. So we have Scratch, Noon, and Hammer. Is that it? Those are the three brands. I yes. Can't, I can't oh. even see through this. It's really it's thick. Not, it's not real. It's really thick. <laughs> it's not real. Oh, <laughs> I would give somebody a dollar to drink. <laughs> I gotta hold this up to whatever camera I have showing. I I hope my oh. everything's still going because that that if you can see that through that camera, that's a mix of all three. Oh, I don't even want to leave that on the bar. That'll stain the bar. I know. There's something toxic in that last one. All right. Um, should we just go through them individually? Yep. Jackson Bulger, <clears throat> flavor number one was orange. Brought to you by blank. I think it was brought to you by Scratch. Flavor number one, brought to you by Scratch. Paul Maine, flavor number one, Scratch. brought to you by Scratch. Jackson Bulger, flavor number two, brought to you by Noon. Paul Maine, Noon. <laughs> Jackson Bulger, flavor number three. Hammer. Are we right? Both of you are exactly, exactly yeah. right. Exactly right. First was uh, regular orange by Scratch. I have the pack. Let me, let me try another hit of that. I don't remember that. Oh, do you want bottle number one again? Yeah. 
So I got a funny dinner. It was so salty after drinking beer, you know. Yeah. But you you know what? The Scratch Labs uh, Sport Hydration Drink Mix with oranges. Just these little nice little packets that it Mm -hmm. comes with. Noon was the mango orange, actually, with uh, sport and caffeine. And that was the one that spit me in the face, hence it gave it away. Paul just spilt on the bar. (laughs) Towels back there. Um, But not much, so Paul's okay. And the third one was actually we got to cut Hammer a little bit of slack because that was their perpetuum. And that was a lemon, I mean, an orange vanilla, uh, like an Mm. endurance beverage. I would get a little. No, there's one right here, actually. I get a little vanilla, Mm -hmm. phony vanilla flavor. It was pretty. That was not. If I had that. You're not a fan? No. I, I guess like when Peter's. Uh, Stetna, when you're interviewing him, and was talking about how how deep he went, yeah, and he was looking for anything for food, that <laughs> type of thing. I suppose if somebody gave me that, I would put it down. But yeah, that that was not. So, being not. that Paul's technically still leading by one, do you guys want to do a final tiebreaker? Sure, sure. And yep. this this I doubt it's going to work. But if you could freely insult a member of the other generation based on their cycling, <laughs> oh, what shit. would it be? Uh, an insult. <laughs> <laughs> to the other generation without using any cheesy catchphrases such as okay boomer or anything like that what would be your insult to close the deal should i wait give you a second mine won't be any good but in I the meantime know. in the meantime i have to once again because i fucked up and didn't say it at the beginning of pack tri- pack filler trivia i have to thank our friends Ed Gooder. Gooder, Gooder, got him. Oh, man, you guys should see their new line of glasses coming out. I shit you not. One of Mm -hmm. them actually has beers on the frames along the side. It's like, um, it's, it's, it's like, fuck New Year's (laughs) resolutions. And it's like food, desserts, beer. And I mean, it was, it was funnier than shit. You guys go over to Gooder.com and check out what those guys are doing over there. It's just hilarious stuff. And it's, their most expensive pair of glasses on the site right now is, is $35. And they are polarized. They are no slip. They are classic look, and they're light, and they're funner and shit to wear. And so uh, thanks to Gooder and those guys for being a part of the show. Mm-hmm. So now that we got that out of the way, who wants to insult the other generation? Sounded Jackson, like you- you're not insulting Paul. Paul no, no, insulting I don't. Yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. S- sounded like Paul had one. Paul has one. Well... You know, I've I've used this several times in a conversation on a ride, and everybody knocks the generation, your generation, uh, Jackson, and it it's, you know, the millennials don't know how to work, they don't know how to suffer, you don't know how to punch through, yeah, and and I think it's all about gear ratios. I, it started. I've got the same <laughs> one. I've got one too. It, it, <laughs> remember w- when I started was. 52 or 5342 and i remember grinding up mount spokane and a 4222 now today <laughs> i wouldn't do that jesus well cuz i'm 57 but and if you, i was your age hear your i would knees be in Coeur d'Alene. <laughs> the, the, i mean we used to glamorize when i saw people with a corn cob we used to call the you know yeah, straight blocks straight blocks they were so cool and you know it was all about style points who cared about your knees blowing up no that showed you were approved to be a, a strong man, and you, you watch, you watch Perry Roubaix or Flanders all the way up until like the mid '90s when the 39 came in, 
So I'm thinking all that, all that. <laughs> that such that, a long way to get well, to an insult. Well, you know all what's going to be? It's going to be bad like reputation. Karsten's like, fuck you, <laughs> asshole. That's going to be the insult. <laughs> all that bad reputation came down with the 39 tooth chain ring, <laughs> which started with Shimano. So screw y'all. Push a big gear. Push a Just, bigger gear. And Eddie B said that. Strong climbers. When That's right. And he was a tough guy. He's going to move the derailleur <laughs> forward. That was a Russian accent. Yeah. That was not Polish. Well, it's Slavic kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It, it worked for me. They're all the same. Um, okay, it, so what, okay. In, what in essence <laughs> is your insult? Well, I, I don't blame Whatever you guys, but you're soft because you refuse to use big gears. <laughs> okay. And I've seen the gears. <laughs> yeah. I've seen your gears on your bike. And also, Fromp made a comment. We got, yeah, I got. It's not, I got my ball, balls busted by Fromp because he's saying, "Like, dude, you got your kid on a compact chainring." It's not fuck. right. Yeah, it's not right. All well, right, you guys push a bigger gear, will you, okay. Jackson? Right. Care to come back? Well, <laughs> you brought up all of that, and I was like, "Well, I got it now." Um, <laughs> I will just say that when I reach both of your ages, I will be excited to have my knees still. Oh. I'm going to rebuttal to that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine what your gears are going to be when you're my age. What, are they going to be like a 60 in the back and like a a, a 30 in the front? I don't I, I don't get it. It's just going the wrong direction. You know? <laughs> it's a pie plate in the back. I'm, you know, I'm just saying. Do you ever I use say that? we just keep you this going. going. I use that probably every time I climb. Like, up. like. Gen- like genuinely every single <laughs> oh, time shit. I climb, I, because I, because I actually, and I have a and I have a witness to prove this. When we did the I need a when we did the Midnight Century, the first time I had such a different gear ratio. Okay, also the bike didn't fit, but like I had such a different gear ratio that I was pushing my knees so hard that now every time I sit down, or like every once in a while when I drive, I have to extend my knee so I can actually make sure it pops out. Hmm. And now with gears like this, I can you need do to see Sam. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do yeah. the Midnight Century yeah. though with gears like this. No issue. It's good. Yeah. yeah. I really don't know who won. I I, I think I, w- I just well, wanted who, you guys to keep insulting did, each other. You, is Sam? Um. Uh, yeah, we've got quite a few people All on right. on Mixler, but uh, oh, we should pick Sam because he commented earlier. Yeah, Sam, yeah. if you're still on there, let me see if he's still on. No. Oh no! I'll shame him. Oh, shame Soderbergh's still there. Oh, yeah. Soderbergh. Soderbergh. <laughs> Soderbergh. Who won, man? I think we know. <laughs> yeah, that isn't very fair, no, is it? No. That isn't very fair because you know, you're kind of have to be oh, stuck see? with it. it b- because, well, I'm not going to go there. While we wait for the potential vote that will never come, um, <laughs> if, if, if it ends up with that, I'm going to just say that Paul, unfortunately, sorry, Jackson, the older generation, the Boomers won a pack full of that's trivia right. tonight yeah, by by it. what did I say? One point. Yeah. One point. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a close pack full of trivia. Yeah. So there we go. Not a bad way to go out for Jackson's season here because you know yeah. who knows when you're going to be back, you little punk. Spring break. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty sad that you come home for spring break, um, <laughs> and I just mean because you know. <laughs> You're not going down to Florida. You're not know. going to Cancun. Jackson Cancun. gone wild. <laughs> Jackson um, gone wild. Our kits here. I hope you guys all get your. Oh yeah, Brent did vote Boomer. 
Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Brent. <laughs> uh, that is another episode of the Pack Filler. Uh, I'm going to figure out a way to come back next week. Obviously, I got to just start thinking about who we're going to talk to. I got uh, a couple, a couple high-end writers that I'm talking to, but uh, getting in touch with them is 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 always about as difficult as you know herding cats. But I've become pretty good at that after a while. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you to our nutrition suppliers for giving us uh, good, bad, and ugly. <laughs> Uh, thank you to Gooder. Thank you to our friends over at uh, Fit for Hope. Subscribe to the podcast. Please keep um, t- chiming in. Apparently, you, you guys like our blog that we've been posting up. We've been—I I didn't call it a blog though. It's a you did online you did. magazine or yeah, something yeah. like that. It sounded so much cooler that way. And Jackson's got one coming, right? Yeah, yeah, better. Mm-hmm. We got uh, the goal is for at least weekly updates on that one. So keep logging in and telling us what you think and reading along and reminiscing with the old farts. Until next time. Bye. Oh, I should. I should. For the last one. Bye. Bye. (laughs) There was. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 